Welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. This morning, there's a debate raging online about pajamas and whether or not you wash them or what do you wear. Yeah, there's like two days, there's three days, and some of us on the show, there's two weeks. Apparently, <laughs> then there's a musky underwear, two weeks. Underwear, no underwear, it, it goes on, it's everywhere. That stress might put you in a panic. And many things put us in panics, including being in the drive-thru, as we learned. Yes, especially when you got six kids barking cool. out some orders. That and your parents. What did you learn about them that just blew your mind? You're like, wait, you used to sell what to who? <laughs> A Hell's Angel? What? My gosh! <laughs> that and much more right now on the Morning Mix Podcast. So Friday Night Flights <laughs> happens the Friday night of the auto show. So that's the 17th at the auto show. And the premise of Friday Night Flights is it's in the auto show, all these breweries set up. And you come in, you buy a little tasting cup, and you go around and you sip all these beers while you look at all these cars. Because in the Venn diagram of interests, cars and beer, boy, there's a hot middle part of that circle. Sure. Right. So that makes a lot of sense. So it was really fun out there. It was. Blast. And it's a lot of, it's like all local brews. Yes. and all the It's, it's ciders because that's yes. what Aris does. So they have something for everybody. You know what I mean? Like if you're a, a hoppy person, yeah. if you're, uh, they had some of that, uh, what do you call it? The, the stout? The, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that, uh, the, the Goose Island stout. The Bourbon that, County. Oof, yeah, Goose yeah. Island had that. And then Beguile Brewing had their uh, hazy Beguile. IPA. Yeah, Beguile. Sorry. I do that every time. I, so do I. B. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I think Beguile. most people call yeah. it Beguile. Yeah. When I uh, walked down Jay the Giles. hall, the P. Right. I heard the Beguile's band with Freeze Frame <laughs> down the hall on the I'm classic so rock sorry. station. Oh, my God. Great. Yes. Sorry, whip my well fault. Done. Right, again, the same people who went to the YMCA in 1993 are uh, getting that joke and laughing right now. <laughs> I love it. Oh boy! My, uh, what, what was the, uh, yeah, the big hit? No, no, no! It oh. was uh, freeze, frame. freeze frame, centerfold, centerfold. Those are their big ones. That, that's the big yeah. one, centerfold. Yep. My angel, that's the word. My she angel was a is a centerfold. Oh yeah! Oh mama! Talk about a throwback. That's a good. No such thing as a yeah. centerfold anymore. No. That song. I remember hearing that song and feeling like I wasn't supposed to hear it. It Isn't is that funny? because I think I'm pretty sure if we yeah. get a little behind the song thing about it, it's about seeing your girlfriend naked in a magazine in a and being right. freaked out. So, V, if you've never heard this song, the premise of <laughs> no, the song no, I is heard it. you know I, it. Well, yeah, but okay. you guys have taken it in a different direction. Like, I didn't know it as well as you. Oh, please. So, so you should. I know you the should. centerfold part, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fantastic. And yeah. I'd always imagine like it like dropping out. Like, Ba-boom, yeah. Ba-boom. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, unfold like, out. Right, wow. right. Yeah. My blood runs cold. My angel's the centerfold. The man right. is conflicted. Well, she's right. hot as hell. <laughs> but now the whole world is seeing it. What do I do? Now what? Yeah. Since we're going left, can I just tell one really quick thing about a centerfold? Is it really? I mean, what, have I why ever not? said no? Right? Okay, so my, my mom told me the story when she was younger. Uh, she had an older brother, my Uncle Jerry. Okay. And of course. <laughs> Uncle Jerry loved Playboys, right? And yeah. so something happened where she wanted to borrow his car. And he was like, all right, but you have to go down the store and get me a Playboy. And so <laughs> oh she was like, okay, you know, I want to. He kind of says it like a pack of gum. Right? But okay. No, he totally did. He's like, "You, that's the payment. Right. So she goes and does this. My sweet mother comes back, brings her brother the Playboy, opens it up. He's like, there's no centerfold. Take it back. Oh my God! Somebody stole the centerfold. And he made her take it back. I can't wow. blame him. Cannot blame. Him. That's like the, that's like the the, the the main event. You know, that's right? like the grand finale of the fireworks show. Here's the is funny the fact: Uncle Jerry, last name Giles. My God! <laughs> yeah. 
right? Oh, my so word. Whenever I hear that song, I think about, like, my sweet 16-year-old mom oh, having good. to go back and return a Playboy and be like, <laughs> so listen, there's no centerfold. Can you give me another I one? apologize. for. I slipped it out of the plastic sheet. At that point, I bet they weren't in plastic They probably yet. didn't. They probably no, weren't. They no, they probably weren't. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So you could just pick those up at, like, uh, the, the grocery store? Yeah, but like, yeah, like, corner store. We got a corner store, but you would have to ask for that. Right. Like, or they were on the really high shelf. Yeah. Yes. You're like, I yeah. can't reach that yet, and if I climbed on something, they'd notice. Remember right. when, like, little, like, movies about like little kids and there'd always be that where it was like we're gonna get a dirty bag and right. it seemed so at the time like whoa yeah. right and now they're like nine and in a movie they're like we need to find weed they're like wait what yeah right. calm down let's no. go back to dirty magazines <laughs> somebody would have a fake id yes. and not like a 40 and a playboy yes. and that right. was like it and it's now like wait it's, what yeah. my word well last night we were out there at Harris brewery <laughs> it was a blast oh man what's funny about all this is yeah we were there, uh, and Jim O'Brill, who we know, our friend of the show, I guess at this point, he's the head of marketing for the Chicago Auto Show. He invited us out there. Uh, I grew up with Jim, but also now, Jim's kids, no whips kids, and there's some school connections there. They go to the, same, go to the school, same school, and I see him at a lot of events, and that's so, my now uh, my connection to him is that we see each other at this night or that night at the school. And so last night, Whip had an event, and he was like, where the hell's Jim? Yeah. Because he wasn't like, at the event. He was, was with a us. school event. Shockingly, that's- Jim O'Brill wasn't at the school event. Now I know why. Yeah. But the funny thing is, at the school event, and we can tie this very easily to Playboy, because I oh, could God. not wait to tell you guys that... Okay, the essence of the night, it's called reading night. The kids go to different classrooms. They have different books. Oh, is this coming to play? Oh, no, it's coming. You're going to hear. So uh, they have different (laughs) classrooms where you go in, and there's the police are reading to you in one room, and another one is graphic novels, another one is flashlight reading, and it's all, yeah. yeah. Got it. (laughs) Stay with me, I promise you. Stuart Copeland are reading. Yeah, the police are reading. uh, Yeah. (laughs) They kept it very low-key. They didn't want big crowds. Anyway, so that's what you do for 45 minutes or whatever, and it all leads to 7.15 in the commons. It's going to be the beaver presentation. <laughs> and I'm like, are you serious? That's actually on the program. And they're like, oh, you don't want to be late for the beaver presentation. No joke. <laughs> so we all go to the commons and there is a man from uh, like, a, uh, I think, the River Trails uh, Nature Center who goes out there and he does a presentation on beavers. And I cannot tell you how many times he said beavers. And the funny thing is, you're like, uh, there's no way this guy doesn't get what he's saying. And it's right. all like a joke. But these are little tiny kids who don't know that it's funny, right. but the parents are all in the back. and this Snickering. Like, I cannot stand here one more minute and hear the word beavers again. <laughs> and he just kept saying it. But the funny thing is the guy was like out of total central casting of a nature center guy. And the first question a kid said to him wasn't a question. He's like, you look like a beaver. And he's like, I do. And I swear to God, the guy had like the long gray hair, the buck teeth, the beard, the khakis and everything. He kind of looked like a beaver. If there's one guy in the world who doesn't know that what he's talking about with his beaver research and his beaver history is actually funny, I think this guy doesn't actually know. What's funny is it bookended your day because we started the morning. I think we said vagina yeah. no more than 49 times. I mean, he was trying to beat your record with was. Beaver yeah. last oh. night. Yeah. So from Playboy to Jim O'Brill to Beavers. What a journey. <laughs> he's going to be so happy. I think Jim's name's in the yes. middle of that. Yeah, he's like, wait, what? <laughs> right. Allison Bree and Dave Franco are supposed to come they in. Just I just feel like yeah. I feel like we should tell them not to. Yeah. Oh my God. At this point, the Morning Mix podcast. 7-Eleven has announced that they're going to have a new Slurpee robot in Los Angeles only. 
Because it makes sense to, if you're going to test out a robot, you wouldn't bring it to the Midwest where the ground's flat. You want to put it on the West Coast right. where this robot's going to have to go up and down mountains and well, stuff. And that makes sense. And a Slurpee where it's warm. Yeah, it'll so be you're perfect. really testing out the cooler yeah. function of that. Yeah. I think the issue is that if they did it in Chicago, we'd all be like, what the hell's your problem? The robot would go by. In LA, they're like, oh my God, it's a robot, guys. Right. right. Get out of this. Is this robot organic? Oh my God. <laughs> I wonder where they get their skin done. Look at this. This robot runs on kale. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> what is your regimen? Okay. Text us at 312-233-1019. If you could have a robot deliver something to you, what would you want that robot to deliver you on the regular? We got so many answers today. All right. 773, a Cooper's Hawk wine robot. Oh, yes. That's nice. <laughs> I'm sure they would, yeah, yeah. they'd be on board. And it has to come with the little crackers. Too. Yep. Oh, yeah. A 630, I want a coffee in bed robot. Oh, yeah. I like that. 219, I'd like it to deliver me some lovin'. Okay. Some love it. Some love it. All right. Do they make those robots yet? I, I bet they do. I think they do. Yeah. You know. It's always it always boggles my mind when that's what they're working on. Right. Well, hey guys, we got a loving robot. I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. We still got a lot of problems, guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Think about the social skills, not to stereotype of the people who might be able to create robots back there. You know, yeah, it, it actually sense. follows. Yeah. Yeah. Seven seven three Italian beef sandwich robot. Oh. That's nice. Mm-hmm. 708, I need a Starbucks Grande Matcha on the daily robot. So every okay. morning, it's just right there for you. A 630, oysters on the half shell, mignonette. Oh, yes. Am yes, I saying that right? Yes, mignonette. Yeah, what is that? Wait. It's like a, um, it is a vinegar sauce with like a, some shallots that you put in there. Oh. Oof. And cocktail sauces. Yum. Okay. That's a party. 847, <laughs> I need a toilet paper robot, but when I run out, on the toilet. Yes. So it oh. knows. Oh, yes. so you're not oh. screaming from yeah. the bathroom. Yeah, you don't have to do the donkey walk through the house. <laughs> like, hey, hang on, guys. Give me a second. I'm trying to have gravity work for me in a very impossible way right now. <laughs> Erica texted us from 708. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Uh, 847, similarly, I need a soy caramel macchiato robot. Yummy. Okay. 708, I want an anything from Sunnyside on Clark robot. Is that like a diner over there? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. 847, I need a brownies robot because sometimes you just really need dessert, but after dinner, you're too tired to leave the house. I like that. Amen. Also, when you make the whole tray of brownies, then I feel like I got to eat them all. <laughs> you know? That's uh, tough. It's, if it's there, it's like a sin to waste it is right. what really is happening there. And you really only have like two days to get in there. You exactly know what I mean? Exactly right. A 630, this is Nancy. Hi, Nancy. I want a robot that will deliver me tacos. Here, here. And uh, 630 from Uncle Jerry from the grave. Uh, <laughs> I'd like a Playboy robot. Only if it has Let's watch it. Yeah, that's Only. right. As we learned at 530, uh, Nikki's Uncle Jerry would have her mom go get him Playboys. That's family, baby. Yeah. Uh, 815, you might as well have hacked my phone and texted this one. A chocolate and peanut butter cup concrete mixer from Culver's robot. Oh, baby. That's good. Oh, my God. If, even if somebody around me has one, I'm like, can I smell your breath? I just want to be a part of it. They're so good. 224, I need a Panda Express robot. My sister and brother-in-law love Panda Express. That would be theirs. The problem mm-hmm. with Panda Express is there are too many options there. Agreed. Like, you get to the end, you're like, oh, my God, the Rangoons, the spring rolls, the egg rolls. Like, oh, I can't handle all this. You know how Taco Bell is always, like, updating the menu? And da, da, da. At yeah. Panda Express, I'm like, guys, just five things. Yeah. That's it. Give me the orange chicken, the sesame chicken, some kind of a beef option. You want to throw a shrimp on the side, uh, whatever. Sounds and then good. I'm good. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I'm like, I'll just taste that uh, that other one you got today. Yeah. Yes. Just so I can so, have the flavor and then get the other one. <laughs> 
classic radio, uh, when I used to do nights here, there was a guy that used to do nights down the hall. He liked his cologne. Anyway, what he would do is he would go to the Panda Express in our building right as they closed, oh, and yeah. he would try to sweet talk uh, them into giving him all the food they were about yeah. to throw away. Smart. No, and really? from time to time, he would come up here with like three bags of Panda Express. Oh, my Incredibly God. smart. Yes. That is really smart. What yeah. they can do? Right. Yeah. Then he'd do wow. a mixed master throwdown. And then there was Panda lots Express. of smells. Because then you cologne, yes. you got some Chinese I was like, food. Yep. Does Panda Express have an Axe body spray now? <laughs> what is going on around here? <laughs> 815, hey, fill that cooler with $100 bills. I want that on the regular basis. Robot. Yeah. I like that. 630, I want a shell gas robot. Just shows up with yeah. the gas you need. 708, I want a robot that sh- shows up with fresh guacamole and salsa. Oh, I like that. Those chips yesterday from Bar Taquito? Yeah, those Please. I'd like a robot 262 that would come to my bed and brush my teeth. I always forget. And then I have to get up and I brush my teeth. Then I got to go to the bathroom. Kind of like that. Uh, Plays move. Okay, good night. And it just goes away. That's kind of nice. You got to spit on your robot, though. I don't know if they like that. Hmm. Uh, Robot doesn't care. Yeah, I don't mind. 630. This might have come from Joel. Damn it, Joel. I'd like Hmm. a robot to deliver me a dirty martini promptly at 6 p.m. every night. Ooh. Yeah, I kind of right like that one. What else do you have a wife for? Oh and why? Well, <laughs> oh my god! I was just gonna say, why not five? Oh. Why are you waiting till six? Totally. That was like the most disgusting thing I ever know. said on this show. And yeah. we've said, I said yeah. butthole earlier. Right. Oh Alice, my god. Alice and Brie, who's coming in like three hours yeah, from now, from we Mad think Men. is from Mad Men, yeah. and that actually could have been a line, hundred percent, from her or the That's show true. in general. She well, was, chan- which you were was channeling. Uh, yeah, which was said in the early '60s. Yeah. Just for the record, yes. Or in Florence Pugh and Don't Worry, Darling. That's like the whole half of that movie. It was a joke. Yeah, oh, we no, know that's it was. She's going to feel welcome. If it wasn't welcome. a joke, I don't think you'd still be here. <laughs> 630, I want a Portillo's robot. Yeah, who the hell wouldn't? Of course. And finally, from a 773, I'd like a robot to deliver me a new pair of underwear every day. Kind of like that. The fresh underpants robot. Yeah. Violetta could have used a fresh outfit robot. Yeah, I could have. Oh, yeah, you know. Oh. Man, man, who knew? From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. A woman okay. on TikTok has now shared that, in fact, she's been wearing her pajamas multiple nights. And people are now calling her out. My wife and her friends had a whole conversation about their husbands and how many outfits they wear in a day. Because mm-hmm. apparently us dudes, like, we rattle through outfits, oddly enough, without thinking about it. But you rewear stuff more. Like All the I, time. Like, I feel like jeans don't get washed the same amount of Fair. times. Mm-hmm. Button-up shirts don't get washed. Fair. Like, yeah. if a girl wears a sweater, it kind of gets stretched out. She wears pants, it kind of gets mm-hmm. stretched out. Like, right. you need to, like, wash them. I think, too, it's like fashion over function. Like, if your mindset is just, I have to wear clothes, yeah. you just wear the clothes. That's you know it. what I mean? doesn't matter. All right, let's start with Maddie. Hi, Maddie. Good morning. Hi, good morning, guys. What's your stance on this pajama gate? Do you wear fresh pajamas every single night, or are you wearing a pair multiple nights? So I wear mostly like a pajama pants on like a t-shirt multiple times, but I actually don't sleep with them because once I get into bed, like everything gets off. Yeah, girl. Okay, Maddie, Maddie. So you have them on for like an hour and a half max. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I get home and then I get ready and then, you know, before bed, two hours before bed. Uh, I put them on and then take them off at night. So they're Got like it. waiting. To wear them more often. They're it. waiting for you next to your bed in the morning. Then basically, yeah, pretty much like in a clump on the floor. So you're basically <laughs> like a Chicago Bulls player in the warm-ups. Uh, yeah, they yeah, go out true. there, they do warm-ups, yeah. and then before the game, they rip them off. <laughs> they just rip them off, yep. right? They throw them into the crowd. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's going to be your Shark Tank thing, Maddie. You got to go pitch them tear off pajamas. That's right. I like yeah. It. Okay, so Maddie's wearing pajamas for like a few minutes, <laughs> just for mm-hmm. fun, just to mm-hmm. see how they feel, yeah. and then getting rid of them. 
Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. You are on a very uh, one side of this conversation. Do you wear new pajamas every night or are you wearing pajamas for a long stretch? A new pair every single night. Okay. Now, what's your what's your thought behind that? I don't know. I just like new comfy pajamas. Yeah, it's they not can... about being dirty. I'm a nurse. I take a shower every night when I come home anyway. Um, so my wardrobe is scrubs and pajamas, which are essentially the same thing. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dream. That makes sense. <laughs> So, do you have a lot of pajama sets? Like, Nikki has a lot of pajama sets because she likes getting them. She thinks they're cute and they're fun. Do you have the same thing? Yeah, I don't actually do full sets. I usually buy pajama pants and then just, like, a t-shirt or a tank top. But right. I probably have 40 different pairs of pants. Wow. Interesting. Oh, nice. So, bed pants, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, see, she's, she's on bed sleep pants. pants. No. What do you call them? Sleep pants? What are you, dead? <laughs> you ever deal with sleep, child? Yeah. What? You ever bed, deal with bed, bed pans in your bed nursing pan. job? Yeah, you ever oh, deal with I bed pans? Yeah. <laughs> do you deal with bed pans a lot, Sarah, at work? Yeah, I do. Yeah, see? That's what <laughs> I thought. So she's probably not saying bed pants because no. it's just too close to home. It's too hard. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Bringing work right. home. All right, so Sarah's an every night changer, and Maddie's a I barely wear them changer. I think Whip might hold the record here for us. Probably, yeah. I hadn't thought about it for a while, but no, I'm proud of it. Most of my bed uh, outfits, <laughs> there'll be uh, the one or two. I've got, you know, two bed pants, two bed shorts, and then a lot of 5K T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, tonight's psoriasis. Okay, the psoriasis <laughs> 5K. Let's go. Cuddle up. There's something about getting home and putting on that, like, bra off, pajamas on, and you're like, all right, I'm in. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, see, because I put my bra on at night. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because I prefer part. the security. Yeah. yeah. And it feels like I'm kind of being spooned all night. But right. honestly, it kind of comes down to this, and I'm not trying to be gross. It depends if you wear underwear to bed, sure. I think. Because like, if you are wearing uh, underpants under your pants, then you can wear them more often because the underpants are changing. The pants don't have to change. I see what you're mm-hmm. saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think Whip wears underpants. You I think do. he wears underpants at night to sleep? Yeah. Yeah, I, do, I wouldn't consider not. Yeah. You wear underpants <laughs> while you sleep. Yeah. So you have on underpants and then you have on bed pants. <laughs> I, uh, the bed pants, it's just too funny. Uh, yeah. This yeah. is a whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't wear underpants to bed. To I wear the, yeah. the bed shorts or pants. Yeah. And that's it. I changed. Uh, so I think I started doing this when I was very young because I feel like I did learn from my mom or somebody like you shouldn't wear it to bed because it can... Restrict your circulation yeah. or whatever, you know. But at some point, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have an Oreo before dinner, and I'm going to start wearing my underpants to bed, and I have not looked back. <laughs> wow. I, another one is socks. I don't wear socks to oh, bed. Oh, God, that's hell. But I recently read yeah. they say that wearing socks to bed actually helps your body regulate its temperature while you mm. sleep, so they would recommend, yeah, wear the socks to bed. No. My mm. wife wears socks to bed, and it annoys me because halfway through the night, every night, there's this like half asleep, like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get these off because she's too hot. Yeah. yeah. And then she's throwing socks across no the room. No way. I'm a foot out the bed. God, like, I have to have, you know what I mean? Like, Girl, I have to have a foot yeah. hanging out. Like, it's you nasty. I, I know. <laughs> right. Like, Man. seriously, don't you guys get hot? I yeah. get nervous, though, because something under my bed might it's grab my come foot. It's going to come out and rip your leg off. <laughs> no. I must that keep is, everything under the blanket. That is yeah. the only thing that regulates temperature is the foot in and out. I like If I do get too hot, I'll throw one leg out. And it is amazing how just one leg out, you're like, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. This is all I needed. The Morning Mix Podcast. You are feeling the panic. When does that happen? You're just living your life, and suddenly something puts you in a panic Woo! at the disco. You're like, oh, my God, I don't know what song to dance to. I'm at the disco. No, no. You get put into a panic. What makes that happen for you? You're just out living your life, and suddenly 
You feel the stress. Hi, Jeff. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Just reading this is putting me in a panic. When do you get put into a panic? Oh, my gosh. You go through the drive through and my family of six, and everyone has a different order, and it's all system, and then they change it, and just chaos. That's the uh, worst. Agreed. Oh, agreed. Yeah. It's gotten much harder. Life has just gotten much more difficult with all these choices. I'm right. telling you. No, I, I hear you. And yeah. the, it would be like cheeseburger yep. or fries. Yep. Hamburger. Mm-hmm. Or fries. Go. And now it's like, okay, I want it grilled chicken, uh, onions on the side. But then mm-hmm. can you also add a, yeah, the drive through is six. That sounds stressful. And being the one that has to talk to the operator. Right. Yeah. Okay, Jeff, stay right there. So Jeff's got a family of six, and he's trying to go through the drive through Hi, Lori. Good morning. How are you? Hi, good. I get stressed. Warning signs stress me out, telling me all the, Dude, you know, this could happen, this could happen, dark places, small. Oh, the warning signs. So yeah, do you mean like strapped into you know? Oh, like if you're on a ride, like at a if it's, so if you're if you're going to like an amusement park and it's like warning yeah. if you're pregnant uh, or blah blah blah. blah. Okay. Yeah, got it. left oh. my daughter for the ride because I said you got to ride Spanish spaceship spaceship first for yourself because yeah. I seen dark places and small and mm-hmm. yeah, it's just too much pressure. Oh I get God. that. All right, so the the warning. I'm nervous talking about. I can hear you feeling your voice. Yeah, it's okay. We got yeah. you. We got you. No, You're okay. No roller coaster rides here. A little bit of emotions, but no, not a real one. Yeah. Okay, Lori, see you right there. So Lori, it's the roller coaster. Oh my God, I can't. Wait, what? What if I am pregnant? I was pregnant once. Am I pregnant now? I don't know. <laughs> Let's go to Laura. Hi, Laura. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. I know this one well. What puts you into a panic, Laura? <laughs> uh, when the baby wakes up in the middle of the night and is screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Literally, you'll pop up. Yeah. You're like, "What yeah. changed? Everything yeah. was fine." Yeah. Yeah. That's nature. It's nature's plan. All right, it really is. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing exactly. gets you to that, shoot out of bed faster. Right. That and when she's crying in the back seat of the car, and you can't reach, you can't do anything. Yeah, more. literally. True. And you're just saying out loud. You're like, "Mommy's doing her best. Yeah. I can't. It's okay. I can't. It's okay. Everything's fine. Totally. We're good." Then you get home exactly. and you find out, like, "Oh, you were you were sitting in a poop that whole time. My bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Poor shame." I got you. <laughs> Laura, stay right there. All right. What puts you in a panic? It's when the baby wakes up in the middle of the night. Hi, Christina. How's it going? Hi, I'm well. How are you? Doing well. I get this one as well. What puts you in a panic, Christina? And I'm at the doctor and like the doctor comes in and it's like, all right, so what's going on? And I feel like I have to be, you know, normal, but then I also want to like explain all my ailments correctly <laughs> so that I get the medicine that I need. Yep. But I'm trying not to be too dramatic. But yes. I want them to take me seriously. Yeah, I get put in a panic when they go. So, how many alcoholic drinks in a week? <laughs> mm. And I'm like, oh my god, am I like? Do I don't want to sound like a square, but also like, what right. do I say? Right. Yeah. Well, right. also because exactly. they'll come up with like, well, we're not mind readers, so right. it is pressure filled. Yeah. Because yes. if you have something that might be bothering you, you didn't mention it, it might not get solved. Right. That's right. Even though you feel like they should be mind readers, just look at me. Can't you tell, Christina? Have you ever left yeah. the doctor and gone, oh my god, I should have mentioned? I got to call him. Mm. That's the panic. Where it's yeah. like, did I did I say everything that was wrong? Oh mm-hmm. my god, I forgot to mention that. Like, I've had a headache for the last five weeks. Right. You call him back, and one. yeah, like he's on the golf course. He is not going to be bothered. <laughs> you had your chance. You're just going to have to and suffer. You blew it. Yeah. All right. So Christina feels the panic when the doctor says, "Oh, what's been going on?" Hi, Lindsay. Good morning. How are you today? Hey. Good. How are you guys? We're doing great. What puts you in a panic? All right, so all the other answers are legit. Now mine sounds boring, but it it is the paperwork for all teachers in 2023. It is redundant. It is repetitive, and a lot of my coworkers are probably listening. But um, yeah, it's all the data paperwork. It's you have to turn it into multiple people. You have a weekly um, 
and you have a weekly meeting about it, and it's just, you know, you don't have time to teach because you're so panicky about the paperwork and putting in the data and putting in the numbers, and it's just so stressful because teaching's not what it used to be. Yeah, um, because of all that. Yeah, this is amazing. So I, I have this. Con- yeah, I have this conversation <laughs> with my wife like daily. Yeah, and this is every teacher that I know, and I hear this all the time. It is universal for whatever reason. This is happening everywhere. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we have friends that are leaving the profession yes. for this reason, right? They're because like, of the like, documentation. Yeah. Yes, and exactly what Lindsay said, it's not the same as it was. Right. The profession has changed so much. They just pile so much on them. They're kind of like, well, they figured it out. Right. (laughs) And then they go on their merry way of ordering more stuff. Yeah. That's right. I hear this everywhere. Okay, so for Lindsay, it's teacher paperwork. And now we have Jennifer, who's also a teacher. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. How are you? We're doing great. Now, what is the thing that puts you in a panic? So I teach about 200 kids a year. And I run into these kids and their parents all over all years and they're always like, hi, Mrs. So-and-so. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. And unless they're a current student, it like my brain, 50 different. I have to pull out a name somehow. And I don't want to look like an idiot. But, oh, my God. I mean, I, I usually manage. But 500 questions have to go through my brain to figure out who this kid is and the panic. And they look different because they teach middle school. So they come, you know, three years later, I run into them at the Walmart. Yeah, like, yeah they're oh buying God, cigarettes. You're like, what? Are you? <laughs> Oh my god! I know. Yeah, you're like, oh, can you buy me crazy. beer? I don't even remember who you are. Yeah, you're talking about? Right. that's crazy. <laughs> From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix podcast. There are certain things in life you find out about your parents. For example, earlier this morning, uh, Nikki shared a really funny story with us about her mom and her uncle Jerry. Yeah, so my mom is like super straight laced, straight A's, like that yeah. is her deal. Clearly uh, you take after her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, trust me. So uh, my Uncle Jerry, uh, as a kid, uh, he was not, and he loved Playboy oh, yeah. uh, magazines. He okay. was known for his Playboy connection, uh, collection. And connections. <laughs> and connections. connections. So uh, my mom, when she was, uh, his, as his younger sister wanted to borrow the car, and he was like, sure, you can borrow my car, but you've got to go to the corner store and go get me the latest Playboy. Right. And so she went up there, <laughs> so embarrassed, buys this Playboy, brings it home, gives it to my uncle. My uncle's like, great, there's no centerfold. Take it back and give me yeah, another get me one. another one. So she Effective. Had to, she had to go back and return it and explain, like, oh, my gosh, uh, I need a centerfold in this right. one. And to think that that is so, that must have been so mortifying for her. And that to had do. to have been a story she told you later. Like, yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. get that story at 10. Oh, no, you know no, what I mean? no, no, no. The fa- I, well, I right. mean, again, the fact that she, her even buying a Playboy is the funniest thing in my, bra- mm-hmm. in my brain. Right. Yeah. You found it out about your parents and it blew your mind. Mm-hmm. Channing Tatum has been out promoting the new Magic Mike movie that's coming out, Magic Mike's Last Dance. During an interview, they asked him, does your nine-year-old daughter know that you were a stripper? Mm. And he was like, no, no. <laughs> when she is old enough to watch the movies, then we'll have that conversation. There's no version of me not having the conversation of, look, daddy didn't just do them in the movies. Daddy was really a stripper. I'm not going to lie to her, but I'm going to wait until she's old enough to understand the world of it all and that mm-hmm. I was a stripper and that's okay. Right now, just focus on like the Lego movies he's right. voiced and stuff. Sure, you know? sure. yeah. Like, yeah, he's got a lot of movies. He's, st- he's got to you know, step up. Let's get through the dancing yeah. stuff that daddy did. And then, and that yeah, was with mommy. That's great. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then he went on to coach Carter with Sam Jackson. He got a lot of movies to get yeah. to before he gets her to stripper gate. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's a lot of things he can say at this point. Right. The internet lies. The internet is wrong. Right. The internet is full of it. It's right. fake news. And the whole thing is just computer generated body. It's 
it's not really me even doing that in the movie. Anyway, so, no, I wouldn't. So don't do worry that. about it. Yeah, and by right. the way, why are you watching that movie with me in it? Yeah, this is weird. Go pick don't something watch, else. Yeah, don't watch my movies. Even go watch, if you're an adult. Yeah, go watch more movies with Uncle Jonah. Right. right. Jonah Hill movies are great. Yeah, yeah. that'll be <laughs> fine. Those are good for you. It's a good one, Daddy. What's super bad? Maybe not. <laughs> what did you find out about your parents? Channing's daughter is nine. One day she's going to find yeah. out daddy was a stripper. And that's going to be a little earth chattering. Like, wait, what? This guy that reads me books and builds forts with me and like gives me this guy used to be a stripper. I've seen you dance at weddings. You're not great. Nope. And you were a stripper. Mm-hmm. 312-233-1019. Nikki found out that her mom used to be an errand girl picking up porn. For her Uncle Jerry. <laughs> you made it sound like a job. Yeah. Hey. Well, boy, you, when you need Wild. to borrow a car, you got to borrow the car, no, man. If you do it for a quarter. All right. Here's a quarter. I got a Snickers bar. 312-233-1019. What did you find out about your parents? And it kind of blew your mind a little bit. You're like, wait, what? This doesn't add up. You're Miss Straight Laced. You're a principal. You're a straight A student. And you are out buying porn for your brother? What are we talking about? <laughs> 312-233-1019. You found it out about your parents. Like, I remember learning that my dad had a motorcycle when he was in high school. And I was like, what? what? You were cool? That's crazy. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to take my girlfriend. I'm like, wait, back up. You dated anybody before mom? <laughs> yeah, you don't even want to know that. Are you crazy? He's like, yeah, every time I'd like, I'd hit the throttle, she'd fly off the back because she wouldn't hold on. And he loves telling the story. Does he I'm say like, that's what happened? That's what ever happened to her. Yeah, I'm just like, off the back one yeah. day and I met your mom. Anyway, I find a new one. Yeah, yeah I turned around. She wasn't there anymore. Back. Hard to say. Three one two two three three one zero one nine. You learned this. You found it out about your parents, and it kind of blew your mind. You're like, what? Let's start with Rich. Hey, Rich. Good morning. Good morning. Your dad yeah. sounds very cool. What did you learn about your dad that kind of blew you away? That he was a studio drummer for Nina Simone on a couple of her albums. That's crazy. Now, how old were you when you found out? Well, I found out because my son played jazz in college, drums, and my mom told me about it. (laughs) I was in my uh, 50s. (laughs) That's crazy. So you're a full-blown adult with a kid who is a musician, and you learn that your dad drummed with Nina Simone. Yep. That's awesome. (laughs) Unbelievable. I know where my kid gets his talent from then. Oh, wait, did you know your dad played drums at all? Like, did he ever drum yeah. when you were a kid? Okay, he did. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, I knew he drummed, but I mean, nothing. I figured it was just like, you know, my kid is high school at first, you know? That so. is unbelievable. <laughs> all right, so Rich's dad drummed with Nina Simone, and he doesn't even find out until he's 50. Feeling good. What? Yeah. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Hey, what's going on? Now, your dad sounds pretty tough. What did you learn about your dad? <laughs> So when I was, I think I might have been a teenager, uh, <clears throat> kind of seen a picture of him in some leather uh, outfit, asked him about it. Well, I guess when he was in the Navy during Vietnam in uh, California, San Francisco area, he, uh, some of his, um, uh, how you call it, apartment mates were held angels. So he kind of oh. started hanging out with them and became an honorary member. And um, that's... When he went to go get a license in California, he just kind of rolled up with the, with them and their motorcycles, and kind of they almost just gave him his license. Let's say, <laughs> yeah, wow, your dad was a hell's angel. <laughs> yeah, what huh. did your dad do for a living? I hope he was like an accountant. Yes. <laughs> well, like I said, at that time he was in uh, in the Navy in Vietnam, so it was when he would be, you know, back back here. But uh, 
Yeah, I think he might have lost interest when he moved back to Chicago. Yeah, uh, right. but, uh, or he yeah. had to escape. <laughs> yeah, he had to escape. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go hide out with the mafia, I right. guess. I'll- right. <laughs> That's wild. Okay, so Dave's dad is a hell's angel. Wow. Are you serious? That's hilarious. That's amazing. All right, let's find out now with Hillary. Hi, Hillary. You learned this about your grandmother? I sure did. She is a nudist, or was a nudist, I should say. <laughs> now, how old were you when you learned it? Um, I was a teenager. You know, after my grandfather had passed, and they used to tell us they were going to a friend's lake house on the weekend. And after he passed, he was like, you know, I better tell you where I'm really at in case something happens. Well, turns out they were at a nudist camp. Wow. That is amazing. That's freeing. Yeah. That's yeah, wild. And you never went with him? No, no, I sat that one out. Yeah. <laughs> you guys go ahead on this one. Yeah. I'm going right, to stick right, with mom I'll and dad. Pass. They're my other friend's okay. lake house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, my friend says a real lake house, actually. That's odd. All right. Yeah, right. So Hillary learns that her grandmother is a nudist. Hi, Ashley. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing pretty well. Uh, how did mom meet dad? Uh, my mom used to sell my dad marijuana <laughs> way back in the day. Um, and I had no idea <laughs> until I was 28 years old and I got a job at a dispensary. And my mom's like, coming in like, how are, can you sell drugs for a living and all this other stuff? And my aunt just straight out said, isn't that how you met her dad? And I was just like, wow. what? Gotta love the aunts coming through That's with amazing. the real Bite your tongue. Mm-hmm. This is how you met him. That's amazing. Wow. That's hilarious. Uh, testing one, two, one, two. Soundcheck. Soundcheck. This is Nikki Soundcheck on the morning mix. Okay. I counted Mississippi. You did. You did good. Uh, we'll start with that really quick. Just a quick, uh, you can live with it this weekend and we'll play some next week because there's a, just a lot happening. But Sam Smith released full length Gloria album, whatever we're going to call it. Uh, there is a song on there with Ed Sheeran called Who We Love. It's a beautiful song. Oh, it's, so it's like one of those jam? total slow uh, inspirational, great kind of song. So I didn't know. I didn't know if it'd be great for a Friday. Okay. Maybe like a Monday. We'll Do you play. think it's a summer wedding song? Very much. so. Okay, got it. Them and Steven Sanchez. So look for that. Uh, a couple other fun dancing songs. What's the one I really like here? Oh yeah, I'm not here to make friends. That's another fun one. So oh. look for that this weekend. You say that all the time. I that's. I mean, that's kind of my mantra. So right. I, I dig it. Love it. Right. Um, okay, for you, Whip. Since this is this might hit uh, hit you in two spots. Okay. In the best ones. Two spots. Um, okay. Two spots. Well, let's see how so, this goes. February 4th, Saturday Night Live, we got Coldplay oh, as yeah. musical oh, guest. That's a good spot. And Pedro Pascal, oh, the, yeah, Mandalorian. the Mandalorian. I like him. Yeah. So, as the host. So uh, that is a big one to look out for, uh, February 4th. And then tomorrow, yeah, because today's Friday, Michael B. Jordan is on, and Lil Baby is the musical guest. Oh, great. Oh. So what a cutie, that. too. Yes. And then little baby. Violetta <laughs> talked about this for a second earlier. John Mayer uh, announced he is going, uh, doing a tour. And this, they're calling this for the first time in his career. I'm going to try to read it. Like, yeah, do it like they he would, would do sing that. <sighs> For the first time in his career, a solo acoustic tour. From Live Nation. Yeah, there we go. Okay. That's great. We should. We had to do it like a '90s uh, late night CD commercial, where like all the hits yeah. that you remember. Rare mm-hmm. acoustic sets lean heavily on Mayer's acoustic guitar work. So look for you know when he makes those crazy faces. Expect a lot of crazy faces at the United Center, March 31st. So yeah, this, you can you can just feel it. This oh. is a true story. Let's go. Yeah, I'm not besmirching John Mayer. I like his music. This is actually my favorite song by him. I think he's fantastic. However. 
at the United Center once. I fell asleep during just his acoustic interlude in his regular concert. So that's probably not the best sign for the whole show being that. Whip. Hey, whip. 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 This is hey, true. Whip, whip, get up. He's looking at you. Get up, get up. And it all links together because you also fall asleep to Taylor Swift all too well. That's and true. she released yeah, the video right. supposedly to get back at John Mayer. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's all it's all happening. Okay, so look for that, Chris. Get ready to uh, enjoy, like we said, the first time a solo acoustic night. I can't wait. But John, bring whip and maybe keep him awake the entire you guys, show. I don't want to look, I don't want to sound controversial. <laughs> But this is the year of the white dude in jeans. Because okay. we've got Dave Matthews, Matthews coming back to Northerly Island. Yes. John Mayer, acoustic, okay? You know what it is? It's the year of the white dude in the dorm room. That's what it is. Because yeah, you got sure. Dave Matthews at Northerly Island. you got John Mayer coming alone with just a guitar, yeah. okay? Moraz has a new album he coming does. out. New, new stuff. Oh, I heard it. You're going to like it. you guys. This, this is going to be your best year. Forget uh, about I think. it. Uh, okay, and then one more release we'll talk about. We'll play. I think we got it all yes, loaded. Thank you, Swanee. Oh, you go. are Thank wonderful. You. Uh, so if you want to release some new songs, you don't do it on uh, radio stations anymore. You don't do it on Spotify. You do it through Fortnite. Yeah, duh. Of course. <laughs> so that's what Kid Leroy is doing, but actually we do have it. So he, we really are debuting it. But if you want to be part of that Fortnite experience that's happening tonight, mm. uh, you just have to select the Kid Leroy Wild Dreams title on the Discover screen. There you go. Okay, so if you wanted to do that. But you'll be here this song. So this is brand new Kid Leroy. He'll be playing it tonight uh, during his fortnight. We're calling it an experience. It's not a concert. It's a mixed experience. The whole world. experience. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.